what's going on? Okay, so just get started. Um, introduce yourself. Tell us your name. Um, cruise. All the basic information. Cool. Name's Gerald. ICR crew. First and foremost, uh, Aerosol Kings, New York Network, Nationwide. Uh, those are pretty much my affiliates. ICR is my main crew. Where I rep for years. That will never change. Cool. Uh, so how how and when did you get into painting? Um, mostly just walking around with my homies in the in the uh, 80s, 1980. We uh, were basically at a 7-Eleven, and uh, I guess the worker was spray painting something. We stole the can and fell right on the wall. Um, basically, from 1980 on, I tagged. From 1980, I started tagging. About 83, and I started doing pieces. Um, people I ran around with were like Geo out of Detroit, now PR Nation kids, mostly from New York, but all all in LA. They all merged together in LA somewhere. <laughs> what What were you writing back then? Uh, Jer. So Jer, Jerry, just J E R. Zero one. <laughs> Same name since the beginning. Yeah, you know I've had some alter egos in between, but mostly it's just been Jer and Jero. Cool. Um, how how did you get into Freights? Um, Freights Power Charlie used to hang out with the DDK kids a lot, and and Power from Can Control and. Uh, Basically, they were doing freights, and they pointed me in that direction. And Jesus, uh, from about ninety something on, I painted freights. So I'll never stop painting freights. I love the fact that you know you can paint something that'll be in the East Coast in a couple of days, a couple of five days here and there. Travels, moving canvas. It's the whole it's the whole concept of of like New York, but on a larger scale, you know. Do you remember your first freight? Um, no, I remember tagging on them before I even did any pieces on them. I think I started hitting freights hard in 93. The end of 93, that's when I really started jumping on them. Do you have any any good stories from from those days? I can tell you uh, when the 84 Olympics were here in LA, uh, my boy Jack, who wrote Derek at the time, um, Duke, K2S Duke, and I were all painting the wall on Harvard and Wilshire in LA. And they, uh, one of those Blue Thunder helicopters snuck up on us and chased us. And I stayed to get all my paint. I was going to leave my paint behind. They ran <laughs> and the helicopter chased them. And when I grabbed my paint, I started running. The helicopter chased them back and we ran into each other. And all the paint went flying everywhere. I flew on the ground, Duke flew on the ground, and I guess the helicopter stayed with me, they ran away and got away, and I I got away after, but after a little uh, being evasive from the helicopter, I think they were just messing with us, I don't think they were trying to bust us. <laughs> nice, uh, we'll, get, we'll get into some, some other chase stories a little bit later, um, tell me about 
ICR crew and any other crews? Well, ICR is pretty much uh, international. I have members in Australia, England, um, let's say Thailand, and I'm trying to think of where some of our other members are. We're spe scattered across the states. You know, not, not really a lot of numbers. Pretty selective on who gets in the crew. Mm, you know, basically LA based. We have a big base in Arizona. Pretty much scattered across the states. For the most part, big base in Colorado too. And tell everyone what it what it stands for. What the well, you know, as every crew, there's hundreds and thousands of, of meanings. I crush rails. Uh, I'm crown royalty in constant rage. Uh, inner city rebels. I got home, incarcerated, <laughs> civilized. I, I could go on for days. <laughs> I come raw. <laughs> I come regular. <laughs> It's, you know, you could just keep going. I can't read. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Um, how, how did the crew start? I'm basically merged together from IC, which was uh, I'm Cool, and Ciara, which was uh, Civilized Revolution. So they, they kind of merged in 90, hanging out in 90 and... and uh, Merged, I think, in '91, and then became one crew. I mean, I could still walk around and see tags from probably like '90 saying ICCR huh. before before they were even a crew before we merged together. So, when did the merger happen? What year was it? Um, '91, I believe. When, what year was it when you started writing in the first place? Me, 1980. 1980? I started, wow. I started tagging in 1980. I didn't start really doing lettering until... I mean, I always did bubble letters, but I didn't start really doing lettering until 83. 83 is when I, when I hooked up with my homeboy Jack, and we started hanging out, and that was... He, that kid can do anything letter-wise. And then we started a crew in 83 called AIS, Artisan Style. It was basically Jack, Duke, um, Tell, EO, Mist. Um, I think there might have been a couple more heads in there. And it's funny because we're all September babies. <laughs> we're all Virgos. But that was like the first, first major graffiti crew I was in. And then, you know, everyone split up pretty much in junior high school. When high school started, everyone went their own direction pretty much. It's cool. You I mean, we, all still hung, we all still hung out in high school, but everyone went on to different crews and doing different things. I talked to Jack on a regular. He's probably one of my best friends. Um, I talked to Tell all the time. You know, and then we all stay in touch via Facebook and stuff like that. Cool. Uh, yeah, you started painting when I was three years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. My wife wasn't even born yet. That's cool. <laughs>
So what are what are some of the other crews, and how that did I, you get involved with them? That, that I hung out with. Well, Network is a freight crew, and it's a uh, at the time Network was I guess in its heyday. Um, I was the only West Coast member. You know, and there's there's a lot of members in that crew. That crew's nationwide. I mean, I couldn't tell you how many people are in that crew now. I mean, there's a lot of big names in that crew that painted freights. They're getting their respect for painted freights. Um, Aerosol Kings, that's out in New York. That's run by Nick One. And uh, he has a lot of members across the nation as well. And then SCR, that's, that's pretty much all I ever uh, I read. You know, there was other crews in the past that I repped, like UFK, AIS, PDK, but they're all behind me now. How did you hook up with Network in the first place? Was it with SP? Uh, yeah, Cole, SP. It was with Cole, uh, well, SP, um, through Nick, basically. Nick's good friends, I'm real good friends with Nick. And next friends with Cole, and we hooked up, and then Pre, I'm friends with Pre, and Pre was in the network. So, you know, all the all the main cats that were doing freights at the time of my day, painting freights. Uh, we all used to trade pictures. That's basically how I got in over. We did one with uh, with Cole. We did one with we did one with Pre. Actually, that was a newer one. Okay. <laughs> so, so we have some of your other network, network buddies on this. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Well, I mean, if you're doing trains, that's it's a good reason, I guess. Those are two of my boys right there. <laughs> yeah, we have a bunch of bunch of network kids, and we have a a few of the the box stars kids, which are kind of like I feel like they're sort of network part two. You know, they're like your sequel. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can see that, and there's there's a bunch out here in like northern Cal well not northern Cali but if you go up a little north, if you go out like an hour away from here there's there's a bunch of those kids I think they're called uh, railheads. Oh yeah, yeah. And they, I used to go up and paint with them all the time. In fact, I used to go up to Bakersfield and paint with TLTs. The line's toughest. I mean, every once in a while I run into Hash. He still does stuff. I know uh, such is still pushing TLT, so but I mean he he's probably the first train rider from Arizona, like the biggest that's the most influential from that, that zone. I mean now there's I mean seller, pubes, foes, rank, meets, I mean those kids are destroying trains. I mean meets is single handedly destroying Cities, that is everywhere. Cool. So you said um, you you started hitting kind of piecing freights in ninety two, ninety three. Ninety three. I mean, that's when I started putting pieces on them. I was carrying on them before that. But I mean, I'd say ninety three is when I started. Late ninety three was when I started pushing freights hard. Yeah, I have a, I have a lot of your freights from ninety three. <laughs> so, who who were you yeah, painting with? 90, oh, 93, 94, 95 
that's when I was really, really hitting freights a lot. I mean, I would say we'd go anywhere from two times to four times a week and paint freights. And, you know, I used to go to Cools. Cools was my, uh, I love dog painting freights. Ant, Ant, Topic, Blitz, Cools. Those, those are the cats that we always went out with painting freights. You know, we always hung out and we always painted freights. We'd go to the trade yard all the time to the main line. We pretty much stopped going there after a skate got killed there. Rest in peace, skate. We uh, we stopped calling there after he died. That's crazy. Yeah, we had we had an interview with Power, and he he talked a lot about that. Um, yeah, Power's a. We uh, we still talk to this day. You know, he don't live in LA, but we're still good friends. It's cool. Yeah, he's closer to my neck of the woods now. <laughs> okay. Way up in the boonies. <laughs> So what, <laughs> so what was what was the freight scene like in LA? Tell us um, the story of what it was. It was actually pretty limited for a long time until like Can Control started posting a lot of freight pictures and other freight magazines really started busting them out. Um, it was pretty good. It was pretty quiet. You could always find a flat with just tags on it. I mean, now if you find a flat or anything, you're, you're a lucky guy because everything is destroyed, demolished. I mean, I got I got three last, well, maybe it was this year, I got three brand new trains, flats, that just were built. No pictures of the built date on them and everything. Like they weren't even a week old before we got them. Well, that's cool. The freight seems completely different. Not everyone in the mom wants to pay freight. You know, back when we were painting, there was maybe a handful of guys doing it. Who who are those? Who who are the names you remember? Um, who? Let's see. Such out of Arizona. He was a person I saw a lot. Big Five, uh, Wink, um, Real, Chill, some UTI heads, uh, who was it, uh, give me a second, getting kind of old, <laughs> too much paint, don't remember anymore, um, Jesus, why can't I think, Charlie also, Charlie Power, Charlie had a lot of freights, um, who else was in the yards that I used to see all the time? Some of the CBS heads, um, trying to think of their names. Um, JoJo, who else? Jeez, I can't think right now. A loss of words. It's cool. We'll, uh... Quite a few. Rob from Rob One. Um, Jesus, I'm trying to think of some of the fly ID kids. It was a very limited amount. And then later on, I saw the PPS heads, Curious, Germ, Tricks. Some of those cats came towards the end. 
I mean, not towards the end, but later, like, 95. Who were the, the Fly ID kids you remember? Like, Jones and... Jones. Pretty much Jones. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was pretty much the old... The, the one I saw a lot of, a decent amount of. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. There was a couple other kids that were pretty... Uh, pretty knee deep in it. But, you know, when we went to the yard, there was no one there, and then, like, 95, it started to become too crowded in there. Yeah, you had to go find other freight opportunities. The freights were far and few between back then. You know? It started to get like that. I don't think of who else. I can't even remember who else was doing trades back then. And who were you? Who were you trading photos with? Uh, pre SD, Nick, Death out in New York. Um, geez, we used to trade them all over all over the states. We used to always trade photos. You know, before the uh, internet and all that shit. You know, you couldn't just punch up your name and, and find like a hundred photos <laughs> and now you can do it the kids have it easy these days so uh what about like the whole magazine thing so i mean it sounds like you were good friends with power and charlie like what do you think of tell us about like can control and how that i mean i have magazines if you want to go back to magazines you have to go back to like subway sun like some of the innovators in, in craft mags. I mean, that's one of the first ones that I remember, Subway Sun. I mean, before Can Control, there was a Ghetto Art, and that kind of transformed into Can Control. I mean, those, those photo kings in New York, I used to trade with, with photo kings all the time. And Charlie, same thing, he used to trade photos. He had more photos than anyone I knew. That's why he used to do the uh, ghetto art. And then Powers took it over and he started doing it too. I mean, that kid has more photos than anyone I know as well. And what do you, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of but, evolved into the internet. What do you think about all that? I think the internet's cool. I mean, uh, let me think. The, the internet is, is uh, I think it's real cool because you can get known without even being known, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, back in my day, we didn't even have the internet. There was no such thing <laughs> as, as typing in your name on a computer and, and being able to see all this artwork that other people are supposed to do your stuff from across the streets, you know? Yeah. I, used to get, I used to get pictures of mine from... Philly, from Atlanta. I mean, even as far as New York and Canada, I've had people send me pictures of my work. So, I mean, now you just punch online and it's like, if you want to see a train that you did, someone will catch it and post it. There's plenty of people taking pictures. I mean, it, it also, it, going back about the trains, I mean, I painted my first train train in 89 but it wasn't a uh, freight train it was a path train in New Jersey 
And then that, ever since that painting, that, that really gave me the fever to want to paint more. And that was with the, the videograph kids. I don't know if you know who they are. Yeah, I remember videograph. Yeah, it was in videograph one. I, I, I remember that. Long hair, talking shit. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I'm 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 going through some some photos of yours that I have. Um, I want you to tell me about them. So there's the the Blitz, Jero train with uh, Casper. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, Blitz and remember I that rolled night? into Woodman Yard. Actually, no. Wait. We rolled into the Budweiser Yard and we painted that um, Blitz, who's a tattoo artist now. Was really good at characters, and then he pretty much did the characters, and I did the lettering. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I love that train. Not too many people have that train without it being dissed or anything. I believe I have clean pictures of it somewhere, put away. So you did all the lettering? Did you do the blood yeah. lettering? Oh, cool. Yeah. I worked on the lettering with him in, in the background. And you know, he did the ghosts. And he did the Casper first, and then he, he wanted to do all the other characters, so he went in and started doing the characters everywhere. Did you know what you were going to do ahead of time? or? So we knew we were going to do the Casper, and he was going to do one of the other characters for the eye of his name. But then he busted out doing the uh, third character. And then I tied in the XCR in the middle just to try and connect it. Um, another one that I remember a lot is the, it was 94. It's got a little DD above the J. Um, Tori in the R. It's a, yeah, is that the one that, um, that has the heart kind of chick off? That's the one you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. If you look in the new can control, I re I redid it for Jim, for that gentleman with the collection. It's actually uh, reposted in the new can control. Oh, cool! I believe that's the picture you're talking about. Well, there's Dee Dee and a heart. Yeah, there's there are kind of two. There's there's one with Dee Dee and a heart, and there's one with a diamond above the J. Yeah, I remember that one too. And it says Diamonds are our last forever? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that one? I think my favorite was the uh, the one with the chip off the heart. And then where the R has a little heart on the bottom of it. Yeah, that's that's the one I started. That's one of my favorite ones. I'm trying to simplify my style to uh, make it legible so when it flew by at 30 miles an hour, people can actually see it. Do you remember who you were with when you did that? Or what the story um, was with that night? I could tell you who I was with when I did the diamond. I was with Cools and Ant. And uh, when I did the Jer, hmm, give me a second to try and refresh my memory. I was probably with Cools, Ant, and Topic. One of those three people. I mean, most of the time I went painted, it was pretty much cool. 
he was my uh, my train grinder. We used to go out and bomb trains all the time. Let me see. 1994 has a DD in the top, has a Tory in the bottom of the heart. Says mom on it. Yeah, that's the one. And then it has a roll call. It has a roll call on the right side. Yep. Says Nick, Nick pre death, Cole, Spin, Santu, Duke, Blitz, Jack, Ganas, Tell, etc. But I'm pretty sure I was with Cools when I did that one. So do you keep, I mean, do you keep track of them? Do you know where they travel? Where they go? Yeah. No. No, and um, I never tried to punch in the numbers to see where they went. I pretty much uh, painted them and left them on their own. And if I could get back the next day to take a flick of them, I did. A lot of times I didn't. A lot of times I rolled out the same night I painted them. Um, I wish I had more pictures of my work, but I probably only have like five or six hundred. Do you know? And I know. Do you know how many you've done? Uh, over idea. a thousand. No, never counted. I never numbers were never important to me. Uh, doing clean trains were more important than numbers. Yeah. I'd rather have done a, a clean train instead of uh, just writing my name on every one of them. You know, even even though when you go in the yard, you tend to leave your name on the way out and the way in. You know, but. <laughs> I prefer to uh, just do a clean train with clean, clean legible writing and uh, trying to get my name on every one of them. I mean, as much time as I spend in the train yard, I should have had my name written on every one of the trains. <laughs> you know, but at the time I was painting them, I just thought that don't leave evidence, just paint your train and get out order two or three trains and then get out. So that was my uh, logic on that. Cool. Um, what's your What's your best painting experience? It doesn't have to be trains. Just uh... um, I don't know if my best painting. Just painting in the train yard every time is is probably the best. You know, paint with your homies in the train yard. That's always my uh, my favorite thing to do. You know, anything in your life can be all fucked up and go in the train yard and paint. Everything becomes better. In my eyes, anyways. Everyone has a different uh, outlook on it. Oh, that's nice. Um, any, any kind of unusual stories or any crazy stuff happened in the train yards? Um, I had... I don't know. I was painting one time. I was with uh, Cools and Tolls. Uh, rest in peace, Tolls. Um, we were painting, and they were like way on the other end of the train yard, and I was like by myself in the cut. And someone jumped out and screamed, and like I started to run. And I turned around, and there was no one there. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I went back and finished my piece and got the fuck out. Like, it was it a, a, pretty weird. It was another time that Blitz and I were painting. Um, it was Christmas Eve. It was after Skate had died. And we were in Woodman Yard where he got killed. And there was one train all by itself 
in the light, and we were, it was like lit up. Where we, so we painted the train. We did an end to end, and uh, like I was done, and he was still painting, and like a light flashed on us, and there was no, there was no, uh, it was off the tracks on the side all by itself. There was nothing for like maybe two hundred feet. So when the light flashed on us. We both turned around and I was like, what the hell is that? And there was nothing there, no one around. So we, uh, he finished real quick and we bounced. It was pretty, uh, pretty weird. And the, you're in the train yard and anything can happen in there. You know, weird stuff always happens in the train yard. Stuff you can't explain. <laughs> Demi, um, kind of really bad experiences in the train yard? Your worst, your worst painting experience? Uh, worst. Um, bringing a girl to the train yard. It's not a graffiti yard. It's not into paintings. You know, we used to go in the train yard all the time, and we brought a girl in there, and me and my homie were painting, and she was just chilling, looking out. And then she goes, you know, the cops are right there. The cops were right on the road on the other side of the train where we were painting. And the cops, the cops never came into the train yard. So I was like, all right, she brought bad luck or whatever. <laughs> and she was like, the cops are there. So we went and we here for like three hours in the uh, LA River. That was probably my worst experience. <laughs> the helicopter was flying around. Uh, we were underneath the bridge, basically, in the uh, in the uh, basin in the Yellow River. That that's probably one of my worst. I think the worst experience I've ever had in the train yard is uh, the train rolling out before you finished your piece. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. And that's happened to me. What happened to me three times last year, and I think one time this year. Cool. Um, That's the worst. When you're trying to finish your piece and the train hooks up and rolls away. <laughs> and then that's the train that shows up everywhere and that travels the most, right? Yeah, of course. That's the one that everyone sees and sends you pictures on. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't finish. Cool. Um, yeah, you, go ahead. Friends are pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have any, any good chase stories you want to share with us? Um, let's see. I've really been chased. I've been fortunate enough to have not really been chased. Uh, one time, let me think. In the UFK days, we got chased. I don't know if you know the UFK was the, the crew I was in before CR. And, uh, Let's see, there was about, probably about 10 or 15 of us painting at the Woodman Yard, which is pretty much UFK Yard. And uh, it was on the train tracks. And the cops started coming from the opposite direction, which was uh, almost impossible to get through with all the bumps and everything, unless they were driving really close to the tracks. And everyone ran. Which I don't know why, because we had permission to paint on the other side of the wall. But everyone ran. 
And we all ran, and I hid with this kid I didn't even know. We jumped the fence, and we hid behind. It was like a you know, parking structure. And uh, I guess the homeboys got back to the car, and they all ran to the car. They were driving around looking for us, or looking for me. And they drove by, and I yelled. And as soon as we came out from behind the cape, the cops came, um, dragged us all. I think there were seven or eight of us in the back of the cop car. They had us laying on top of each other. <laughs> it was only because the police station was like, what, five blocks from where we were painting? And then uh, they had us all in the booking, and some lady from Project Angel, which is a gang project, where they, I guess, they take gang members and make them do community service and stuff like that. Well, the lady said, from Project Angel, she said that I was connected to them somehow. I had never seen this lady before in my life, but she, uh, she thought, oh, he's, he's with my project. So all the cops, I mean, the cops let us all go. And I was like, cool. <laughs> That's pretty much the only tape story. We really, I mean, for graffiti, we really never got chased too much. You know, you either get caught right off the bat or I don't think we did too much running when we were painting. Did you talk to that lady about why she... No. She just said I was part of the uh, the Project Angel thing that they were doing with the gang members. And I was like, cool. I mean, when she said that I was part of it, I was like, all right, cool. I'm not going to jail for doing graffiti. <laughs> I was like, cool. That's one thing I guess I've, uh, that's the closest I've ever been to uh, going to jail for graffiti. You mentioned it, but uh, tell everybody what UFK is. Who was in UFK it? was us fucking kings. Or us five kings at the time. Uh, pure, got us, teen, um, royale, one love. I mean, there, there's a lot of a lot of people. You know, pure rest in peace. It was pure and Ghana's, I think we were like the ringleaders of UFK. And I used to hang out with them constantly. They were like road dogs for a long time as well. And Pure, Pure started IC, or he got into a, a crew that was called ICU, and then he left that crew and started IC. And then that's where IC hooked up with CR, and CR was Cool's crew with uh, Poops and and uh, a bunch of other heads, Maze Mune. A bunch of other people from from CR, and then that's we all started hanging out. That's when we merged. So basically, UFK when UFK ended, most of the members from UFK went into IC or just left UFK, and and there was a couple crossover members that were UFK, ICR, or IC, but not very many. I see was I'm cool, I cabron, I'm civilized, and then, you know, CR was civilized revolution. And then when we became, I think the first name was uh, Insane Civilized Revolution. Hmm. I'm cold rockin', 
I mean, like I said before, I could go on with hundreds of, of uh, different meanings, different names. I like I can't read the best. <laughs> yeah, I like that one too. It's good. I mean, I have I have um, Crown Royalty tattooed on me, so. It's cool. So who, who kind of, you know, I guess in the beginning, who taught you how to use tips? Who taught you, like, who, who taught you how to do it? Well, the first tips, I mean, you want to go back into, like, 83, 84. I mean, Duke was, was uh, innovating tips way before everyone else. I mean, before I saw anyone else doing weird shit with tips, Duke was, like, putting straws inside of them. Well, not straws, but, like, the, uh, the, um, the transmission fluids and all that or whatever for the spray. He had tubes like that where he would stick in the nozzle and drill them out and make thin tips and make thick tips pretty much before anyone else. I mean, testers, we always knew about testers because tester cans were, were uh, pretty much what we used to see all the time in Taylor because they were small. I mean, now these kids have tips to, like, airbrush. You can airbrush a piece on the wall with spray paint. I had nothing like that when I was a kid. I wish. <laughs> but, I mean, but mostly, like, uh, tester tips in L.A. or Liquitex from New York, same tip in a different name. You know, and then uh, the spray cleaners, we used to do all the spray cleaners, and, and uh, that's when we got our frat caps. I mean, stock tips were, were it when I was a kid. <laughs> and you had stock tips and then tester tips, and that was it, pretty much. But did you, did you have someone who's kind of your, uh, I guess, sounds corny, but your mentor? No, not really. I mean, it was all a learning process. Everyone was new to it. No one out here, really. When I started tagging and doing stuff with, with spray cans, mm -hmm. no one, no one really out here was doing it, gang members. I mean, especially because I lived in the valley, too. And then the valley was 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 more spread out than L.A., you know? Rather, it was a little more spread out as opposed to living in, in the inner city where everyone's on top of each other. You know, there might have been, like, on my block, there was, like, 15 kids as opposed to, like, 45, you know, where I lived. I mean, she don't even know what the fuck I was saying, sorry. <laughs> I got sidetracked with something outside. It's cool. <laughs> I cut my tree outside, so I was like, I was hoping the tree didn't fall and hit my car. <laughs> <laughs> so what What do you think about the, the whole graffiti scene now? Um, I think... It's kind of like uh, a rerun. You know, you, you see these kids coming out with new styles, but they're not necessarily new styles because they go on the internet and they could, you could basically find a style on the internet and emulate it. As opposed to when we were kids, we had to, you know, look at font books and, and kind of, and invent your own style, invent your own thing. I mean, everything, you know, these kids are, today, they think, oh, 
I invented something new, and it's like, really, didn't invent anything new. It's been done before. You know, everything I've done has been pretty much done. Everything that, that everyone is doing today is, like, pretty much recycled. I don't see too many people, like, really doing innovative stuff new that I haven't seen before. You know, I mean, some people take something that, that someone else did and they make it their own in their own style, and that's cool. You know, it's still biting, but it's cool. Because <laughs> it's like, it's all right, all right, you took that arrow, but you didn't do that arrow exactly how he did it. You know, you put your own little twist on it. You know, and that, that's being innovative. In a way, you're innovating your own style than someone else's. But, I mean, I don't see really too many original pieces these days, original people. You know, I see them just biting off of what's the mainstream. You know, I see a hundred kids that are doing MSK style. You know, and then a hundred kids that are doing more more popular, you know, the, the people that are in the mainstream that are, that are real popular, real famous, revoke. I see a hundred kids, like, trying to emulate his style and Jersey Joe and, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, it's, nothing's new. It's all recycled from someone else. What or who influenced your style in the beginning? And is there, I mean, what, what influences... Do you have now, I guess? Uh, well, the biggest influences from when I was a kid was my mom. My mom was an artist. And she still is. And she, uh, she always encouraged me to, to do stuff, you know? I guess because I never got in trouble doing it. And so as much as I've done it, I never really got in trouble doing it. You know, I've been recommended at school for writing on the walls. But, I mean, my biggest influences, first influences were when I was a kid growing up in New York, seeing all the kids, well, I wasn't a kid, but seeing all the writing on the wall. You know, I used to go with my uncle to the Bronx all the time, and, you know, there was graffiti everywhere. I mean, the, the most prominent name that I could think of was uh, Ace. I used to see Ace everywhere I went in the Bronx. And then, you know, I've always made trips back, back east, back to New York to visit my family. And there was always graffiti everywhere. Saint, my little green seat was up everywhere. You know, so I mean, I always had graffiti in my, in my vision. But anyone who really mentored me, um, let's see. First instance is mentor would be now by Jack. The that kid. He had a photographic memory. He could see something and duplicate it without, without going back and referencing it, you know? If he saw a font book, he could duplicate that font and make it his own style. You know, and he, he influenced me a lot with my first lettering style. And then, you know, you go right to trying to do, to do wild style. And then uh, when I started painting with Charlie from DDK, he used to paint so fast that I had to rethink my style to try and catch up with him. So we weren't sitting there waiting for me all day long, you know? So I went back to being simple again, and that 
when I went back to doing straight letters and simple letters and doing stuff like that, that kind of reinvented myself to, to be where I am today. Cool. Um, are there any other, like, either writers or artists or anybody that you think is doing kind of innovative stuff now? Um, let's see, who's doing innovative stuff? Um, I think that the MSK kids are still doing innovative stuff. I mean, it, it's, they all kind of blend together. You know, you hang out with someone a long time, you, you, you tend to pick up their tendencies and their styles, and, you know, kind of crossovers a little. Um, CBS kids, they have a lot of kids that are doing innovative stuff. Um, a lot of kids on the East Coast are, are doing pretty, uh, I mean, there's a handful that I could think of that are doing innovative stuff. Nick One's always doing innovative stuff to me. Uh, Stem, that kid, Stem that hangs out with him, he's doing the innovative stuff. Um, was it Cantu, I believe? You know, those, some of those cats are doing really cool stuff. And the European kids, you know, some of those cats are really doing stuff that you don't see here. You know, it's, it's not like the mainstream LA stuff. I mean, there's, there's a lot of individual people that has, has, Pretty innovative style. I like that kid Atlas. I like his style. You know, it's unlike anyone else's that I've seen. Um, but I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of people. You can't really name all of them. You know, it's it's just the the younger generation should do their homework as far as I see it that way. Because I see them just emulating everything that came before them. You know, there are a few that stand out that, that have their own Steve's, but not very many. Is there anything you want to say to the audience or any, any kind of parting words of wisdom? Uh, be original. <laughs> Try and be yourself. Be original. Don't bite. And if you're going to bite, don't make it obvious. Jesus. <laughs> um... I just want to say peace to the ICR crew, uh, Aerosol Kings Network. Uh, peace out to, to all the homies, Duke, Kel, Jack, Cools, Best in Peace, Pure, uh, Power, Charlie, Triggs, Ant, who else? Who's the shit people? Ghana's. Yeah, I can keep going, but I'm not. So no. peace out to all my homies. If you know you're my homie, peace. If you're not, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. And uh, civilized. FCR for life. You can also add in uh, the Don Mega. <laughs> it's a joke, and the person who who knows it will know it. It's funny. Cool. To him. I know you. Be good. <laughs>